0: or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFun Women grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good.
4: This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio.
0: Hello, Almost Famous listeners. It's Ashley, and I am, you know, fresh off the plane from Ben's wedding. He is down in St. Barts with Jess, so I have a special guest host today. His name is Peter Weber. Everybody welcome, Peter Weber.
3: What's going on, everyone? It's good (laughs) to be here on the podcast. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here. So, of course, we have a lot to talk about um, with with Ben's wedding. It was beautiful, and our engineer, Easton, he was there. So, during Hot Topics, Easton and I will talk a little bit about, you know, the whole wedding day. But for right now, I want to catch up a little bit with Peter. Peter, um, the biggest, like, I feel like the most recent headline we have from you is the fact that you ran the New York City Marathon with a lot <laughs> of other bachelor alum. Yes. And I'm telling you, like, I've, like the listeners are like, Ashley, holy crap, are you really going to go into this again? I am mind boggled by anyone who's able to run a marathon. So please tell me about your preparation and how it felt on your body
3: know, <laughs> oh boy. Um, you mean lack thereof? I so I it wasn't my I never thought I'd ever run a marathon to be completely honest. Um, my roommate Dustin, he had done uh, a New York City marathon the year prior, and he actually had run with Tyler and Matt and he kind of brought me into this whole idea of running it this year with him. And so I couldn't say no because it was for Achilles, which was a great um, organization, obviously raising a lot of money, so it was for a great cause, but I'm like actually, I'm not a runner at all. Like I'm not long distance, like I can sprint, but I'm not a runner. And to be completely honest, my preparation consisted of one six mile run, like three (gasps) weeks prior to this actual, I I was an idiot with it. Like I I am so lucky that I did not get seriously injured from running 26.2 miles on a whim. And and that's literally what happened. I mean, my legs, I'm still like not hundred percent recovered. My neck, my knees are still pretty sore. This is just over a week, after. Um, but I just gotta be honest. It was, it was probably the most rewarding experience of my life. I truly mean that. And like, I'm super happy I did it. I want to do it again next year, obviously the right way and prepare and actually try to get a decent time. Um, it was electric though. The energy was incredible.
0: What was your time?
3: I got, actually got it. I got my medal here with it all in grade. There was five sixteen. In nine seconds, I believe. I
0: still find that unbelievably impressive. Now, hold up. Your entire training was six miles a month before. Was six miles the longest you'd ever run at one time?
3: Ever, and it wasn't what? even. It wasn't even six miles. I did. I ran three miles down the uh, east side here in Manhattan down to the bridge and uh, stopped for about ten minutes because I needed to catch my breath. So I didn't even go the full six without stopping. And then I ran the other three back home. Um... And that was the full extent of, I just, I needed to get that in to like, at least have some type of confidence that I could run, you know, a decent amount of mileage. Um, <laughs> You're but like, yeah. but
0: then multiply it by, by three. It,
3: it was horrible because you know, six miles, miles and three isn't even a, isn't even a technically a quarter. Exactly. It's not
0: even a quarter or it's, it, yeah, it's, it's not 26. even a third. 26.2
3: even more because yes uh 26 not even a quarter technically so six
0: times four. Oh my gosh I know. okay I, know. I have so many more questions i mean did you feel like the original marathon runner like back in ancient greece like because he he ran the 26 miles and then he just dropped dead is that how you felt
3: <laughs> i was very close to that i my friends all thought it'd be hilarious to show me i don't know if you've seen the episode from how i met your mother with barney simpson I think it's Simpson. I'm not. I haven't seen too many episodes, but but I know Barney. Yeah. There, there's an episode where he takes over the spot uh, for Marshall, who got injured, and he's like, "Yeah, I could run a marathon with zero training." Literally, what (laughs) I was about to do the very next day, and he runs it, completes it, surprises everyone, and then I guess the next day it's like a delayed reaction, and his legs don't work. And that was that was quite literally my exact uh, experience with it as well. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy.
0: Wow. So did you run into any bachelor alum along the way?
3: So I was in the slowest heat, I think, out of everyone. Um, I started off with Dustin, my roommate, and then he he shortly after we started, kind of took off, you know, away from me. He finished like 50, 45 minutes before me. Um, I never I know Tyler and Matt were running. They had left in a heat way before me. Zach and Tasha, same thing. Um joe as well so i was like in one of the slowest heats i mean there was i couldn't have kept up with anyone else if i even if i wanted to um but next year next year i'm gonna do the training i'm not gonna make excuses and this this lit a fire under my ass for sure so i don't regret it
0: i could ask you so many questions like how much did you eat how long did it take for you to be able to stand the next day but i won't (laughs) i mean this is not on a marathon podcast so (laughs) just one more question um how nervous were you before that? I don't know. Do they shoot off like at one of those gun things? Like, I, I, I don't even know the amount of nerves must have been running through your body.
3: Honestly, it was an ignorance is bliss type scenario. Okay. I, I didn't know. Everyone kept trying to tell me that you don't know what you're getting yourself into. This is going to be the worst day of your life. Like, you're not going <laughs> to be able to walk. You're not going to finish, no one I was gonna be able to finish it. No one thought I was going to be able to finish it. And I think I just like, I was so ignorant that it really paid dividends for me because like, I... I just, the entire time I'm like, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. It's going to hurt like hell, but, um, there's just, there was no, there was zero like doubt that I was going to finish it even when the pain started coming. So uh, I think actually it kind of worked out for me in, in a weird way.
0: Well, that's in- amazing. So impressive. So bravo. Uh, and you can't wait to see what you get <laughs> next year. Very, very, With some impressive.
3: training. Yes. Yes.
0: Anyway. Okay. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a bachelor podcast if I didn't ask a former bachelor who is currently single if he's dating, um, and you know, you you talk, you you gotta, you get asked this all the time, so I'll let you answer the question and give me your nice little PR answer because I'm sure it's very <laughs> PR friendly.
3: Um, am I dating? I no, I'm. Not, I mean, I am. I guess I could say I'm I'm starting to date. I'm not like serious in a relationship, exclusive with anyone like that. But I, listen, what I've been telling everyone, this is, whether it's not PR, it's just, it's the truth. I really enjoyed this like 10, 11 months of just being single and like not worrying about a relationship. Like, cause I, for so long was, that was the biggest focus of my life. And obviously the show kind of made it that way. And Mm -hmm. it's been so refreshing and such a great reset to just like not worry about that. And like, just just literally worry about myself and work on myself and, you know, just do things I wanted to do and improve myself in as many ways as I could. And I've been enjoying New York like crazy. Um, you know, I've had the time of my life, but I am, I am definitely now to the point again where, and it's cool. Cause like, it's, I needed this to come like just organically and, and very naturally. I couldn't afford it. So like I do feel like I can kind of get back out there again and I'm ready to, and, um, that's, that's exciting for me to say.
0: What kind of date do you take a girl on, on a first date?
3: So for me, I, I know this sounds crazy coming from the show, but I am such like a a simple dude. And like, yes, I love the adventure of life and I love living life to the fullest and all that stuff. But like on a first date, I truly am that guy that like, I like the simpler, the better, like no glitz, no glam, just like the two of you connecting in a very organic um, non-pretentious way like that to me is everything and everything else can kind of come after that but if you if from in my opinion i can feel a spark feel something from that kind of date um literally just taking a a blanket out to central park and just like chilling and enjoying the beautiful day and admiring the the buildings and whatnot and just having great conversation that is everything to me
0: so is it a daytime date
3: oh so we're getting into exact dates here. (laughs) oh okay um, this one that's in at the top of my mind. Yes, it was, uh, it involved a nice walk around the, uh, the Kennedy Reservoir. I don't know if you've done that in Central Park, but it's one of my favorite places in the city. Uh, so pretty. By, so, yeah, so pretty. stunning.
0: All right. Well, Simple good. Things. Now, now to the question that I really want to ask, like, have you ever gone on a date with Julie LaPlaca, the producer <laughs> of yours who like everybody was speculating you were going to end your season with? I know, literally
3: everyone did. I love Julie, and uh, the answer is no. Uh, that has not happened. Why but, can
0: it happen? Can it happen?
3: Hey, I'm, I'm. You never say never. Honestly, Julie and I, we do. We get along very well. Um, obviously, you know, you get to know someone so well from spending every waking moment with them, right? Uh, from those two, three months of the show, I actually just saw her. She was at my, uh, my book launch. That was. I That's hadn't seen her why in a I
0: ask. Oh, I saw well, a go. nice little picture of the two of you. Open your new book. <laughs>
3: yep. No, she she's great. Her and her family came out, showed a lot of support. Uh we're very close. You know, both of our families are very close. And um hey, you never know.
0: You hey, never he's know. smiling and kind of glowy, guys.
3: Oh boy. Ah. <laughs> reading into it. No, I, I I love Julie. I really do.
0: All right. Well, we can we'll we'll take that. Were you that. were you
3: were you close to Julie?
0: She was um I mean, yeah, I wouldn't say close, but, but we were friends for sure. You know what I mean? Okay. She wasn't, v- well, was she, she wasn't on my side of things during the, during my processes.
4: Gotcha. Yeah. I think so, um, as close she close started as to could, become
0: yeah. more involved in the cast later on.
3: Gotcha. That makes sense.
0: Okay. Well, let's talk about Michelle's season in macro a little bit before we dive into the actual episode have you been watching
3: i have i am a huge fan of michelle young
0: uh same i you know the ratings aren't that great we won't lie i don't
3: here. i don't understand it it's stupid
0: and it makes me feel sad because she's such a great bachelorette she deserves the ratings.
3: honestly she's and this last episode, I mean, there were so many moments where I'm just like, "Wow!" Like she's just she's got her sh- together. I like she's she's a, a freaking rock star. Um, it's like honestly, I've, I'll say it, like she's one of my favorite bachelorettes I think I've ever seen. Like I would not same. have been mad at all. I've been very happy to have been on
0: her season. I know, same, same, same. Do you feel like any of these guys are up to her up to her level? Because I don't know if I feel like they are. <laughs>
3: You know, I, I mean, it's a very valid point. I really like Brandon for her. Um, Okay. Is Brandon or Brendan? I
0: don't, I'm always so bad with Brandon and Brendan's. I think this one's Brandon and we had a Brendan, you know, last season.
3: Yes. Yes. Um, he, he's, he's honestly the one guy, I mean, I I think obviously she's very innate and that's like very, very obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, and Nate, I, I like Nate. He still comes off, though, like I kind of can see what the uh, Chris guy um, was kind of like hinting at. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. completely wrong. I'm misreading mm-hmm. it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of see that. But, I, but obviously, like she's very intimate. And that's very obvious. But I would say Brandon right now is, yeah. is my top pick for her if I had to pick one.
0: Interesting. A guy who hasn't had a one-on-one yet. So yeah. I think especially after this episode, I'm thinking that Joe might be in the lead. I think Joe is my pick.
3: Joe's, yeah, they're solid. So yeah, they just look like they make so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, their whole background, lifestyle, obviously where they come from, the state was perfect for them. Like you knew that was coming. It was, it was absolutely ideal. Um, he's got a really cool, his shyness and like how reserved he is. It, it to me, it's it, it's so la- like in the best way possible. Like it's, it just works. I don't know. Like I really appreciate that. I kind of saw a little bit of. Like I see myself in him and how he was on the show, just kind of being a little bit reserved and taking a little long to kind of really fully open up. And I think that's just—it's very—it's just very natural and 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 authentic on um, how it comes across. Just seems like a really solid guy. It's like I, it was for me. It was like a complete one eighty because you kind of get thrown for a loop in the beginning, of the first episode. And oh, totally he's like ghosting her and all that. You or you think that's what happened. And now his story's starting to come out and you really understand who this guy is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Just like I said, authentic is I think the best way for me to describe him.
0: My feelings on him has probably changed the most out of everybody in the cast since episode one.
3: Totally. Because I, um, had I would agree with that.
0: reservations about him at first. Okay, and then yeah. what about Clayton? Because every week here on the podcast, Ben and I are puzzled as to why the producer seems so sold on him to become the next Bachelor. To me, yeah. he is... nothing glitzy. Um, I'm not compelled. (laughs) Uh, We got a little bit more from him out of this episode, but only like comparably speaking to what we've gotten from him in other episodes. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think that his storyline is going to develop so much in the next like two to three weeks that we're going to fall in love? Or is it a huge mistake?
3: I I don't want to say it's a huge mistake. I mean, I... Listen, they to make that decision so early, I don't know if that's ever been done before. I mean, I could be completely wrong on that, but I don't to, to think choose a lead as early as they did without anybody knowing them, getting a reaction from the public live as the episodes were airing, they obviously felt very confident. But I, I agree with you. There is really no glitz or glamour there. I do, I'll give him props though. I, I, he definitely, to me, stood out um, a little bit more this episode. You def- I, I saw sides of him. I, I don't think that anyone has seen yet. Um, it's like, it's like you're rooting to see something Like you want to, you want to get excited for this next, next season of the bachelor coming up and um, you know, what, what awaits with that. And it's been kind of hard to get excited. Um, so I don't know. I think, yeah, you have to, for the sake of the show, you have to see something in the next couple of weeks and he really has got to take off. Um, and hopefully that is the case.
0: Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Well, <clears throat> before we take a quick break, we have to talk about your new children's book, The Adventures of Pilot Pete, which is set to come out on November 23rd. Apparently, Jared and my children's book, Lucy and Clark, A Story of Puppy Love, was in some way a spark for you to create your own.
3: This is actually, yeah, this is kind of crazy coming full circle. Um, So funny. So, Andy, the publisher that you worked with Mm -hmm. on your guys' children's book, he uh, we had been introduced to each other. It's about a year and a half ago. And to be honest, a children's book never was really the idea like I had thought of in my head of, of writing. And so he brought up your guys' book. And that's what kind of like got the spark for me to get going. And immediately I knew exactly what I wanted to do um, and and what I wanted it to be about. So I guess I owe you guys a big thanks for uh, this kind of wow. coming to fruition and uh, being the uh, <laughs> the pathfinders there. Uh, but yeah, it's it's it was, it's an awesome... I mean, you know how cool of a process it is to write a children's book. It's very unique. Obviously, with the illustrations, uh, mm-hmm. it was just a really cool experience for me. It's... Uh, it's a non-fictional book about my, my first love. Right. And um, you know, people have kind of seen my romantic love, you know, play out or lack thereof, I guess on TV, but this is my first love aviation and how I fell in love with it from the first time I saw an airplane and through, you know, growing up and all the work I put in the trials you go through and finally get into uh, my dream job. And, you know, my hope is that it can just inspire a lot of children, inspire, the next generation have some longevity here and and be something really positive that people can enjoy. Um, so I'm super excited to share it with everyone. And I hope, uh, I hope it, uh, it just inspires. Like I've been inspired by so many people in in, my life growing up.
0: So is there any lessons in it?
3: Follow your dreams. It is never give up until you find them or tell you to achieve those. Mm -hmm. Um, it literally that that's, you know, I've had, it's so cool to, um, pay honor to, I guess, so many mentors that I've had in my life because they're all in the book. And, um, you know, from high school teachers to flight instructors, to my parents, to my friends, um, I get to bring them all back and, and, and tell that story. And um, yeah, it's a follow your dreams, chase your dreams uh, type book and finding whatever that is, whether it's flying or, you know, whatever it may be, that makes you feel so alive that you literally never feel like you're going to work a day in your life. And, um, you know, I feel so fortunate that I've been able to find that and people know I'm super passionate. So being able to put this in a children's book and uh, relive it through the whole illustration process and the writing process was such a joy for me uh so i hope people enjoy it and i'd love to make a series you know this moving forward more fictional um and uh, make it educational for kids too going off to far off places uh, and, and a little mystery there so there's a lot of potential i, I hope for it
0: it definitely with the title sounds like it's going to be part of a series
3: yeah so that's the, that's hop- the goal that's the okay, goal I, uh, hopefully
0: this one goes well
3: yeah so thank and- you guys <laughs>
0: People can get it, I'm assuming on Amazon, but is there a place where like maybe they don't take 50% of the proceeds that you want to plug?
3: True, yeah. So you guys go to theadventuresofpilotpete.com and you'll get a signed copy um, of the book. It's the only way to get that that, uh, version of the copy of the book. Um, So it's on my Instagram. I have it linked there. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy it.
0: And shameless plug on my behalf as well. um, If you're just trying to stock up on Bachelor Children's Book, Children's books. You can get ours at www
3: We should do a little we, bundle package.
0: Yeah, we should. Let's do a collab. I think, I think we're
3: the only people from from uh, Bachelor Nation done children's books, so we gotta I think stick so too.
0: Yes, <clears throat> we have to speak about flying for one second since it's related to this. um How does it go when people see you up there in the cockpit? Whether you're saying hello or saying goodbye. When, when fans spot you and they're like, you're my pilot. Have you ever heard anything like super outrageous or <sighs> or like, ah, I'm scared. Pilot P. like he couldn't decide between two girls. How okay. am I supposed to trust him in the okay. air?
3: <laughs> Call, listen, I'm a lot better pilot than I am Bachelor. Okay. <laughs> I will I will put it out there. Um, I'm a damn good pilot and I'm very confident in saying that. Um, <laughs> it's it's fun it's it's really fun uh it's cool to see the love out there what's always funny for me is um is the captains usually have no idea about the show it's usually the flight attendants that really know and that kind of followed it flight Uh, attendants love the bachelor uh, they do i mean just last night we were talking about the entire time and i don't mind it's it's always cool like i said all the love i appreciate but it's always funny if i'm like on a three or four day trip and the captain will like finally like on day two, like he has no idea. And then he'll be like, why, why does this flight center keep coming up? Or why, why is she taking pictures of you and not me? Like they just have no idea. And, um, that, cause I never say anything. Like I just don't want to really bring it up and, and then they'll get like introduced to it and they're like, what? And then they'll be all curious and they'll ask. And, uh, it's funny. We literally, this is, this is not flying related. This is, you just, it triggered my memory yesterday. We're going to New York. This was hilarious. And we, uh, we're looking for a new apartment cause we're going to go move downtown. Mm-hmm. And, um, so Dustin, myself and, uh, one of our other best friends, we're going to move in together. we go to this apartment. This, this realtor says, yeah, meet us at this apartment. Um, and, uh, at this time the tenant will be there to, uh, to show you guys in and whatnot. Anyways, we call the number. They don't pick up. We email the lady, the realtor doesn't respond. Luckily there was a guy that was like at the front door. So he opens the door for us very gracious. Like, Hey, we're see- here to see this apartment and whatnot. Like, oh yeah, I guess you guys can go in. So we walk up, we knock on the door and this girl like says, hello. And we're walking to the door or she's walking to the front door. She opens it. We're both, me and her just like, we lock eyes and we're like very confused at like who we're looking at. And then she just (laughs) looks at me and she goes, and then she looks over and she sees Dustin there and she goes, Am I I getting punked right now? I'm like, we're we're just here to to see the apartment. Like, what are you doing here? And um, I don't know. You just kind of just reminded me that it's kind of fun. So whenever I see people out there, it's cool. I appreciate the love and got some fun, funny stories for sure.
0: Do you like have any side effects when you go up there? Because I don't know how you guys do it. Like just be in the air all day. Like I get the worst jet belly. I come off any flight that is more than two. Yes. With like the most is. painful bloat.
3: Interesting. You
0: don't have any like tummy pains or anything like that. Like dehydration.
3: I, I mean, I guess I'm not pregnant, so I mean well, not that. Like
0: it's been way worse while pregnant. Oh my <laughs> gosh, I need like three hours recovery after a flight.
3: I, you know, I don't get that, but I get my feet sometimes. They get really swollen. Like if okay. I'm in the back, I know people like have they get triggered by this or whatnot. Sometimes I take my shoes off, you know, and I always put a blanket over them. <laughs> so like it's not disgusting for anyone but like i'm one of the guys
0: barefoot not socks no 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 i'll always have socks on oh everybody should be fine with having socks on
3: okay see i agree with that too some people like are like no absolutely not you keep your shoes on twenty four seven, and i'm not doing this in the cock but this is when i'm like a, a passenger but yeah i'll get swollen feet you know i'll notice when i put my shoes on they're super tight um I honestly i i struggle this is super random i would struggle with dry eyes for the longest time i kind of got sure. through that phase thank god but i you know the altitude the cabin pressure is eight thousand feet not that much humidity up there so that's been my kind of side effects from flying but luckily it's gotten better
0: and you're a united co-pilot now
3: yeah yeah i fly for united airlines first officer and uh i'm really hoping to so my dad the reason i came over from delta my dad flies here and he retires in April. And so the dream is to be on his retirement flight and be his uh, first officer on his last flight. So I'm working to get there.
0: When is he planning on retiring?
3: He, uh, April 21st is at 65. You have to retire when you're a pilot. It's a FAA law. So he's got just, you know, the 20th, I guess, April is the last day he can legally fly.
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you're able to do that. That, that would be so cute. Yeah.
3: Cool. All right. The book actually kind of hopefully it's a little foreshadowing that kind of that's kind of how the book goes too, in the story and how it kind of ends.
0: Oh, well, it must happen then. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, you're manifesting it. Absolutely. And we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to break down this episode of Michelle's season. What keeps baby skin healthy?
6: Famous.
0: You can use the promo code Famous. That's promo code Famous at twc.health/famous. Hey, it's Ben and it's Ashley, and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths.
6: LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code Almost Famous. To save 20% and secure your home kit today, that's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous.
0: The batch bracket rule of the week for week six is plus 10. If a contestant uses the word vulnerable or if Michelle compliments them for being vulnerable. And we're back. And this cast sends off to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where I think we're going to be spending a few weeks with Michelle and the guys. And I'm surprised these guys didn't get more dramatic over the fact that Joe got the first one on one this week and say things like he's getting this advantage. It's his hometown and he's getting the one on one but it also just feels so right because yeah. I feel like how I feel like these two should have been on dates in Minneapolis before today. Right.
3: Sure. Yeah. No, I, I love the date. I think it was super cute to watch. Um. I kind of like, I put myself in Michelle's shoes and I'm like, that would be, you know, I mean, actually it kind of, I was able to do a little bit similar stuff, I guess, in in LA, some, some hometown stuff, and mm. it means so much to be able to share something so personal um, with you know people on the show and that kind of experience. And then having them both though be from that area, it just was like a double whammy. So super special. Uh, I feel like. I hear you with the, like the lack of drama with the guys, but it's almost like it was such a perfect date. They couldn't have been mad about it. Like they had to be like, yo, that's your time, man. Go go enjoy it. Go have the time of your life with her. And um, I thought they handled it well.
0: And from Joe's perspective, he must have been just like having more of a sense of comfort on this one on one than you normally would have gotten just because you're like, oh, True. I've been here before. I've been there before. And not everything is new.
3: Right. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think for sure him being a little bit more reserved and kind of getting him out of that shell, this was the perfect day. Couldn't have been any better for him. So Mm -hmm. happy for him. He definitely, definitely grew on me a bunch during that date.
0: Totally. So they go to Twin Stadium. She throws out the first pitch.
3: They did everything on that date.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Then she goes to her high school, shows him her locker. They look through the yearbook. And of course, they talk about basketball. They play basketball in her old high school like gym. And that is super nostalgic. I feel like even if you're not like a basketball player, if no. I were to go back to my high school gym, I'd get all the feels.
3: Oh, totally. And it was so cool. Like all of her pictures were still up there. And they got to, you know, see her back in high school. She, what was it? I think ninth grade. She was on varsity. Like girls an all star. Like absolute all-star. Yes. And uh, that was that was pretty badass. She beat him in the dress too. she, she beat Mr. Minnesota.
0: She is really good at basketball. Jared said the other week, he was like, I could take her. I'm like, Jared, she was rated number one in her state. I do not think you could take her. She keeps making these three pointers.
3: Yeah, she the girl
0: doesn't miss. No, she, she doesn't. It. I mean, like, I'm sure they only edit it for us to see her keep scoring, right, but it's right. still quite impressive how it how with ease she just tosses it up and it's like in.
3: No, very very natural. I was I was definitely very impressed. She'd kick my ass. I freaking sucked at basketball. So mm-hmm. definitely giving her props.
0: Um, and then I get like the big part of this date is when they go to dinner yeah. and he talks about <clears throat> excuse me. So the big part about this date is when they go to dinner and he talks about how he broke three bones. I think it was in his leg or like his in his foot.
3: And his leg first, I think, oh, seventh okay. grade, yeah.
0: Yeah, and then in college, he broke. I think that's when he broke his his foot, right? Yeah. And they, and then he had the, the surgery. Surgery that was messed, messed up. It up even more. And then he had to go back in and get like seven screws in his foot, and it led to him, you know, not being able to play to the best of his ability, and he got into like a deep, you know, anxiety, depression, even having suicidal thoughts. And the two of them are just so emotional. But if anybody's going to kind of like understand the mental space that he would have been in, it would have been Michelle because she just knows how much playing a game means to him. Because like I think a lot of girls maybe were like, how were you so affected by not being able to just play a sport? It's just a sport, you know, was it going to be your whole life. But yeah. she really gets him.
3: Yeah, I think, you know, the mindset of an athlete and I wasn't even, you know, I was not even close to any type of all-star athlete, but I definitely loved sports growing up and, and really enjoyed it. And like just the effort and the time and the commitment that you put into it just from someone like me that wasn't even like an all-star I know is incredible. So I can only imagine these two. Mm -hmm. I think they're both what either one was runner up and one was like for the Mr. And Mrs. Minnesota, like Mm -hmm. these two are people that, and I had a lot of friends growing up. that were, they they remind me of, that were so just invested in their craft. And like, that was, you know, like he said, I think once in the day, like ball is life. And then, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't anymore. Um, you're so invested in like, it's so, it's so true. It's kind of why like we said earlier, like they just make so much sense. They just understand each other, uh, on such a, a common deep level, obviously with so many similarities and, and their, their, you know, their background, where they come from. Um, it was for me, super cool. I, these are the dates that I love watching. This is really why I got hooked on the show And I've loved the show is like the true, like the emotion, when you see that come through, nothing's like contrived or it's all just so real. And like Mm -hmm. seeing someone that maybe is not, I mean, no one's used to opening up like that on reality TV, if you've never been on it before, but seeing that kind of like growth as a viewer in real time is in my opinion, super beautiful and why the show has been so successful. And like, this was one of those moments and I really, I really enjoyed it and appreciated it.
0: Both of them talk about kind of being reserved, and he says that he actually feels really comfortable expressing himself with her, which is awesome. So, yeah, yeah. he's my top choice right now. feel like she he's going reminds, all the way. her her dad, too.
3: That's a huge compliment.
0: Oh, that is a huge compliment. Huh. All right. Well, then we move on to the maybe group date. Right.
3: Maybe you're right. Maybe he is over Brandon. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think so. But I do think that Brandon has a lot, lot of room to grow because we still haven't seen a one-on-one, and he's still like in my mental top five, four. Don't you? Like I've said this
3: before. Right now, and, and obviously we're hoping to see something more with Clayton. I feel like Brandon though is like he's a great front runner for that, or or Joe. Like I'm. I'm just. I don't know. I'm. If, I'm so <laughs> curious to see what what comes in these next couple episodes.
0: If we didn't know Clayton was going to be the Bachelor, we would never think. He was going to be the bachelor. My only thought is that because of like the filming schedule, they kind of had to pick somebody that we also kind of thought wasn't going to end up with Michelle because then it would just been a a total spoiler. That's
3: such a good point. Did not even think about that. That's honestly probably what it was.
0: Yeah. Who's going to make the best bachelor who obviously isn't going to end up with her? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I I can't think of any other reason right now. So you're on to something.
0: Thank you. Thank you. All right. So the next is the group day and the guys go to Viking Stadium and they have to compete in Viking challenges, like eating really disgusting things, putting on Viking costumes, doing uh, arm wrestling. What else did they do?
3: They uh, yeah did this. The. the battle cries the um, battle cries yeah they yeah, ate the crazy food they threw the uh the logs yeah all the Viking stuff
0: one of those dates that's like fun but like doesn't tell us a whole bunch about the guys uh
3: except except it did I don't if we
0: did with Chris with Chris why
3: <clears throat> why make yourself so hateable
0: I don't know I think like, dude, maybe he on. was leaning into it maybe he just knew he had no storyline and was like oh okay I'll take the villain role
3: like making the, like, you know that people are just going to rag on you for like, oh, I can't eat. Like being the one dude that's saying, I'm not going to eat it. Like you're already dressed like a, I mean, I'm not trying to be mean, but you're already dressed like a jackass. Like don't act like a jackass. <laughs> no, like why? Why? I don't get that.
0: He has no self of humor. No, so, no sense of humor. I, no, I just, I
3: don't know. I'm I, He puzzled me the entire time.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay, so then at the group date dinner portion, well, actually, during this entire w- date, we see that the like the guys are taking so much more effort with her than they did the previous week, which is very important. Brendan, <clears throat> Brandon, and Clayton probably going their most out of the way to show mm. her attention. Uh, during the date, the the nighttime portion. Um, what are some standout moments that you have?
3: Let's see here. So that was, I think the conversation it's the, I think it's the first conversation that stood out to me with Clayton and and Michelle. It's
0: the only one, right? And it was them talking about their parents and how they're raised kind of similarly.
3: Yeah, so I think that that that's the first one to kind of give me some hope. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I saw I did see some chemistry there between between Michelle and Clayton. I hadn't seen it at all before, but mm-hmm. there was something there. Um, Brandon and her and her, it's just it it, it works. It's very easy with them. They're 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 really good at like flirting with each other. They have that just yes. like that natural see, spark.
0: See, to me, I feel like their relationship is very physical. It's like very. It's like physically. A, it's based on physical attraction right now.
3: Yes, I, I could see that. And ho- hopefully you see that develop into, into something more. Um, and I think it will. Uh, i trying to think what other in that specific group date one.
0: Well, I guess it was Chris basically waiting for her Whoa. to go up it to him <laughs> and say like thank you for giving me warnings last week like that was the, he was the weirdest bachelor. thing
3: <laughs> yeah yeah I I that didn't make any sense to me too he was it's like he was because he was mad that from the previous week that no one was treat or giving her the attention that she deserved. And, and then they are doing that exact thing. <laughs> the he's, most hypocritical. Now he's still mad about it. And then he, I don't know, like I said, he just puzzled me the entire episode. He, everything he did, I would have just been like, dude, do the opposite. Like, what, what are you doing?
0: That's such a funny point. Last week it was all about you guys didn't come grab me. And now, and he was like, yeah, everybody didn't come grab you. I thought that was gross. And yeah. now this week he's like, "Why didn't you come grab me? G- grab me? I yeah, I don't <laughs> know, man." Um, oh, the irony! That is wild. Okay, so um, Clayton ends up getting the group date rose, and I do believe it was one of those moments where it was like he got the group date rose because they finally like clicked.
3: Yeah, and maybe even for him too. I know he said something like he probably figured they're going to do football right with the whole stadium date card. Mm-hmm. And he like fell asleep that night. And he's like, you know, I need to show out. Like I need to go all out. And I remember having moments like that where
0: is he former football player?
3: I believe he is. And I actually okay. think he is, he played for the Seahawks, which I'm oh. um, obviously a diehard fan of. So,
0: That's
3: very cool. um, so you know what? I'm happy that he's the bachelor because <laughs> we got a, <laughs> uh, we got a, a fellow Seahawk there. I think he was don't quote me hundred percent, but, um, up. Yeah. I think you saw him, you know, kind of, you know what it's like, right? Did you have, the, like, you kind of find your groove. It maybe takes a little bit, but like something happens or you feel like comfortable. You're in a setting that just like, is your, is your place. And then it's just, at least for me, I I, I resonated with that. The confidence just kind of shifts. You saw that with Clayton kind of, you didn't even play football. It was just maybe being in the stadium. Maybe, I don't know what it was, but uh, you saw him kind of start to find his groove a little bit and mm-hmm. got the rose and we'll see what develops.
0: Okay, so he did play for the Seahawks.
3: He did. Okay. It looks
0: like that was the only team he played, the pro- only professional team he played on. Look at oh, that. yeah. Okay, so now we go to Nate's one-on-one. He gets the one-on-one after saying, you know, after starting all that drama last week by saying, my one-on-one is only a matter of time, mm. which, you know, I can understand why Chris would interpret that as um, a little cocky, but at the same time, I think he described when Nate was describing to her friends on the boat why he said that, I thought it made total sense. He was just like, you know, I know what we have between us. She keeps saying I'm going to be around for a while, that she's looking forward to spending more time with me. He has good reason. And he totally. explained it in a humble way. Um, yeah. So so um, what else was there about that date? They're on the boat, you know, then she says we're going to have a group date. Brings her two best friends, Allie and Tia on. Um, The girls talk about, you know, like when they're leaving, they said that they like feel the chemistry. They feel like he's there for the right reasons and all of that. Um, She, she, she said that in an alley, she said that she's very particular about the guys that Michelle sees because she's put way more effort in than the guys that have been in relationships with her in the past. Uh, So she didn't think she was going to like him. She wasn't sure, but she does like him. And, um, do you think that's the one happy. thing
3: though that i, I don't get what? i don't see michelle like i i'm i'd be so curious to like go back in time and see these guys that michelle was with i don't see michelle attracting these kind of guys that she says that she's been with like to me like she just seems like she has it all together in so many ways and obviously it happened but i'm just like i'm shocked that she would tolerate that, was, that? yeah like for so long mm-hmm. for three years like Again, like I really, I think the world of her and like everything I've seen on the show, like there's really nothing to hate, nothing to really criticize at all and just respect. And I'm like, I'm shocked that, that those have been the relationships that she's been in. You, would, you wouldn't you would really necessarily expect it from a girl like her.
0: You have a great point there. You would not. Yeah. Maybe she's matured a lot uh-huh. in the past couple of years. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, she doesn't seem like a girl that would put up with that. Anyway,
3: everything happens for a reason. So,
0: yeah, well, she actually let's let's kind of go into that, because during the nighttime portion of this date, she talks to Nate about one of those toxic relationships where she literally couldn't eat because Mm -hmm. she was just like so anxiety written in this relationship that, that that she thought that she had like an actual medical issue and sad, the yeah. doctors couldn't figure out what was going on, and it ended up just like her needing to get out of the relationship. Um, th- to the to the point where they were going to put a, a feeding tube in her. Like how wild she couldn't stomach food that much.
3: Stress. I mean, yeah, they say like stress kills, and I mean that that's like the definition of of a toxic relationship, right there. Um, yeah, super sad to hear. So I guess sad. yeah. Even yeah. Just to my point. I mean, I you know she obviously probably learned so much from from that relationship and moving forward. And I guess what we're seeing is like a, I'm not say reformed or polished because she just seems such a great person. But she's grown a lot and learned a lot of lessons. You can tell from her, her prior her, mm-hmm. her, her upbringing and, um, yeah. It's super sad that she went through that, but it's good thing she's not. Good thing she's not in it anymore.
0: The one thing about this is that this was one of these one-on-ones where we learn more about Michelle than we learned about Nate. We don't really get a story from Nate. Yeah. Um. So that doesn't happen a lot. It yeah, yeah. doesn't happen a lot. I don't know. I, I wonder what that means. I wonder if they're what like what kind of conversations were picked out of this, you know, edited right. out of this. Um, and I wonder what's going to happen during the teasers because in the teasers, they talk about how like somebody's an actor, right? And yeah. they keep directing that at Nate. And I don't know if I buy that. It's at Nate. It's
3: Yeah. It's not going to Nate. One of the, they, man, they get you good. The editing. I was like, what? That's what it was. There's a scene with Brandon on the, <laughs> on the stairs and in the previews before it's, they, they dub it with the crying, right? Like a guy, yeah. a dude's crying. And it, he was just like I had his eyes closed, waiting for the fish to come. That's really what it was. And like, man, every they're so good, they're so good.
0: So who do you think that's directed at? If anybody in the cast, they literally yeah. could have been talking about like Ben Affleck, be like, he's an actor,
3: hundred <laughs> percent. Like someone they just saw like on a group date on the street, a random dude. I, I'm putting money on it. It's, it's not Nate, guys. I can assure you that. Um, I, I don't know. Now that Chris is gone, there. One thing I'll say, I'm surprised they have gotten rid of all the villains so quickly.
0: Well, all the is drama. another villain going to pop up? And will it be Nate? I think is the biggest question because I think that people, if they had to choose a villain in this bunch, it might be Nate. Now, why? Not sure, right? Is it the overconfidence?
3: that's the only thing because i think i said it earlier it's it's and i could be completely wrong just from what i've seen there's some things that kind of like maybe rub me the wrong way a little bit but i want to give them the benefit of the doubt um it's yeah i think like you said the overconfidence sometimes it can come off a little like unbecoming but yeah i don't i don't i don't know who else i would say besides him just because the storyline we've kind of gotten i i really don't <laughs>
0: What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pamper Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at TWC.health slash FAMOUS. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths.
6: LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit LifeVac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous.
0: All right. Well, if we are trying to figure out who is going to be a villain, if any, for the remainder, I don't know, five or six weeks left of the season, why don't we pull a, an alum from this season who was eliminated week three as a guest right now, let's get him in the way. Let's get him. He's sitting in the waiting room, but let's just get him on the podcast. It's Malik Johnson. Maybe he has some insight into the guys left. Hello. Hello, Malik. Hi, so, Ashley. What's um, going we, on, man? We're breaking down this week's episode, and we have some questions for you. Absolutely. Of the guys that remain, is there anyone that you had bad vibes from? Chris okay well chris s he gets eliminated in this episode so (laughs) this is so there you go um why did you have bad vibes for with chris s while you were still there because he didn't quite start drama until last week
4: right right i don't know for me i just definitely i definitely felt something off with him you know um i remember our basketball game every time the cameras came around he just was just very anxious to speak and talk about a lot of things and, I, and as soon as the camera left he just stopped and i'm like hey what's up like it, it just seemed as if though he's very calculated it's just just they're just trying to like get like a bunch of like just camera time and just just know what to say at the right time when to interject it was just it was just, i just you just rubbed me wrong me a little bit it seemed you seemed a little off
3: was he was he close with anyone uh like any of the guys
4: martin not even really like that no? it, Martin was more close with jamie um okay. I think hmm. after jamie left then i think him and martin perhaps may have came. A little bit closer, but like he was, he was just there. He just always had something to say. I was just trying to like be uh, the cool guy, just have something to say, and I just, I just didn't really feel the vibe, so I just didn't really, you know, interact with him a lot.
0: Well, speaking of Martin, we haven't really touched on this yet. He ends up saying to Michelle that the women in Florida or Miami, where he's from, um, they're high maintenance, and it kind of irks her a little bit because he says that. Women who are high maintenance, he defines as somebody or as a woman who expects to be fully taken care of by a man. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't really figure out what specifically she has an issue with in that statement. I am thinking in a relationship, you want to be, one, you want full effort, which would mean that you want the guy to care. Um, And then you want your... Heart and all your emotions to be also fully cared for, for the two men in the room right now. How did you? How do you feel about that statement?
3: Uh, I honestly, I I think that I just think he did a uh, a very poor job of actually explaining what he really meant. I don't. I honestly don't think that anyone like listen. Both. A man and a woman, yes, you want to feel like the other's putting in 100% effort. But I don't think anyone goes into a relationship wanting someone to be high maintenance. I think he defined high maintenance incorrectly, or just mm-hmm. or just the wrong way. I really don't think Michelle is looking for a high maintenance guy. Um, she was 100% right in, in coming right back at him and saying, well, you know, throwing it back in his face and essentially and and saying that no you should be wanting to take care of the person just like you know both you guys should be doing the same thing and putting the effort in but i think he did a poor job of explaining what he was trying to explain
0: it's, it's kind of like week two for him there because we also saw him explain his relationship with jamie a little oddly last week um and in her decision yeah. to eliminate him malik how did you feel about martin in the house
4: um, at first, to be honest with you, I mean, I didn't really get a lot of, um, I didn't have a lot of interaction with Martin at first, but I remember, like, the I think it was the second um, rose ceremony, he was having a conversation, there's a group having a conversation, and it was when she's talking about, she felt like people were questioning her her character, and, you know, I just remember there was a conversation happening, and I looked over, and I just said, hey, you know, if y'all not here for the right reasons, <laughs> y'all gonna get found out sooner or later, and so, and I, and I looked over, and I just saw, a, 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 like, a fish expression, and and since that moment, I kind of just kind of sat back and I was trying to observe more. But, you know, obviously I wasn't there for much longer to really, really, because I'm very observant. So I really like sit back and like watch what's going on here. And so you, I sense, I sense there something there, which was, it was, which I was trying to figure out, but, you know, obviously I didn't stay long enough to figure out what's off about him entirely.
0: Ah, so you're yeah. insinuating that Martin could be there for the wrong reasons.
4: I mean, listen, I'm a good judge of character and um, I picked up on some things real quick and easy. And so I just, I wasn't feeling 100%. um, I wasn't feeling a great, very, very, very great or positive towards him.
0: Interesting, Interesting, interesting. Now, what about Nate? Because before you got on, Peter and I were talking about Nate and how of all the guys that remain, for some reason, I feel like maybe the edit is trying to make us hesitant of Nate even though we haven't really seen anything of proof yet
4: yeah and and it's always say it's one of those things you never really know until you really know right and for me my interaction with Nate was very positive and Nate was a very genuine person to me an individual and so I actually like Nate a lot and uh, I don't know his true intentions or like you know what's going to happen at the end but um, I feel like he's a good individual he's a great human
0: okay great, great great so when you left the house, I know you only left week. You know you left week week three, and there was a lot of time after that. But who did you go home and say, "Oh, I think it's this guy who's going to win"? Nate or Joe? Okay, Nate or Joe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, that's what,
3: what about Brandon?
4: You know, I, I said this, and I, and I remember saying this. Brandon would be the right choice for her because Brandon is smitten by her and man, Brandon is just like, mm-hmm. like he's like a young puppy child he's like he just will do anything for her. So if she wants someone who's just going to be all about her then I feel like Brandon is the right choice but when it comes to Nate or Joe I think they're a little bit more mature a little bit more advanced you know ready to potentially you know make her their fiance or their fiance so
3: I wonder if you're right and we seen the preview there's a father that's talking to Michelle saying he's not ready.
4: I saw that and I was just like, and it actually doesn't make sense because like, even though I love all these men, like even I said, Nate is great. Like, is he ready to be engaged? I don't know. Mm-hmm. So like I said, to the end, as, as great as he is, maybe at the end, it could be his father. It could be Joe's father. I, I don't know. It could be any one of them yeah. because some fathers like, I know my son. <laughs>
0: We've got to analyze that dad's face and figure out which one he looks the most like. I was like. trying
4: to. I know. <laughs> I was
3: like, well, gee, I think "Who it,
4: do I see in that?" <laughs>
0: I think it could be Joe. It could be Joe or Brandon. I don't think it's Nate. Oh boy,
4: I mean, yeah. I think all their dads are African American. So,
0: all right, Malik, you got to know Clayton. Yes. We've been talking on this podcast this, on this podcast for weeks as to why Clayton was chosen to be the Bachelor. Please give us some insight. I wish I knew. <laughs> don't tell
3: us that, bro. Don't tell us that.
4: <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> I wish I knew because you know when I was there, like I'm be honest with you, I thought he was going home like week after week. And when like when I got, when who I does got he
3: know? Home. Who does he know on the show?
4: <laughs> I got a shock. I'm floored. So there's a lot. There's a lot of comparison with him in previous bachelors, so maybe he has the right look. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, I mean, that has to lead me to another question. When we get off seasons, mostly or, or so, I feel like there's a big group message between the cast of that season where you kind of bring new people into the chat each week once they're eliminated. Oh, 100%. So yeah. did, did you guys have a group chat?
4: <laughs> yeah, we got a group chat.
0: <laughs> and, and Clayton, uh, is he was he in it?
4: Clayton's not in it because Clayton's been busy at my He dude. probably wasn't allowed, yeah. You okay. know, so we're assuming maybe he wasn't allowed to be. All
0: right. Well, you've been a wealth of knowledge. Thank you, Malik, for all your insight. Hey, thank you, man. Whatever I have, I, can, I give. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for being on the show. We appreciate all you. Right. Hope to have thank you, thank you back. You I appreciate you. all have a great day. Bye. You have too. Man. All right. Well, Peter, we got some answers there.
3: We did. We did. Honestly, I, I, think, I think he's on to something. Yeah, I think. <laughs> I could see. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big Brandon fan, but I can see what he's talking about. The little, the, the smittenness.
0: He feels young. That's the only thing.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I like I see that.
0: A lot of youth there, which is sweet and endearing, but like right. ready to be married. I don't know.
3: Not yet. Yeah, not quite the same levels.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anything else we haven't spoken about? Okay. Well, I guess, I guess Chris. The conversation with Chris. We need to talk about this. Chris comes and crashes the date, which is. The weirdest thing, Um, but also like not surprising because Chris keeps proving to be weird and selecting times to talk to Michelle when he, you know, and, and also weird times. Right. Uh, he says, I, th- I
3: think, I think Nate even goes, he's like, dude, this is weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, he keeps saying <laughs> this like, is weird. This is weird. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. So he comes and he's just like, I just wanted to like, let you know again. <laughs> That uh, Nate's not a good guy or something. And she's like, okay, well, um, this is just like, we have nothing.
3: She's like, I'm having a great time with them. So yeah. I, I disagree <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: and she's like, I don't have a good time with you, though. So I, know. I think I'm going to send you home. Again, one of the she like. And then
3: her whole like her whole like th- her response. She's so freaking polished. Oh my like, she's, god! How does she do it on the spot? There, I'm I just like, know. I just I wish I would have seen your season before I ever attempted to do this. Like you were just. She's oh, I keep saying a rock star. Like I don't need a man to speak for me. I can speak for my, myself going back into like how she's been treated in the past and examples and like, it's just it's such an empower like she said it, she feels empowered now and she's able to speak for herself. And I'm just there like rooting for her. And I'm like, Yes, yes. And like, I honestly feel bad for Chris because it, it looks a little ridiculous. But I mean, Michelle, she handled that as perfect as you could handle it with so much grace and walked him out. And,
0: and that was that she's so articulate. I'm so jealous. I feel yeah, like I need to come gift. on this podcast every week and just be like, be Michelle, speak like Michelle. And like, totally. she should just be my role model in life.
3: I feel like you can't really, we'll see if she gets flustered. I mean, she's had a little bit of the stuff with that last episode and guys not giving her attention, but like, you really haven't seen her fully like break down or like have something that she couldn't really handle. I'm, see, I'm curious to see if she gets pushed to her limit and if we get to see that.
0: I don't know. I think she'll even be articulate in that moment.
3: I I agree. I do.
0: (sighs) She stands up for herself beautifully. Okay. So with the cocktail party, not a whole bunch to discuss. I have to say, I don't get the Rick thing. He seems like a nice guy. And I think I said it in last week's episode. I still can't think about him without just seeing his head (laughs) on the tray. And I, I wonder if I would have a different perspective if I, if he didn't do that.
3: Yeah. And I think because like, so that's our first introduction to him. And he does have very expressive eyes.
0: That's what it is. Because I keep yeah. seeing his eyes on the tray.
3: That's all you saw. <laughs> there was nothing really to look at besides the eyes. They're just so captivating. And I think she even said that too. Like he did his little strut and it was more of his eyes than the strut. She said, oh, your eyes. And said, yeah, they're, uh, <laughs> he's got nice eyes. Um, I thought they had a nice date. Uh, I don't know what episode that was but yeah I don't yeah, know necessarily episode. I think I had had we did a uh, a top five and he was one of my top five for the um, for the end I don't know if I'll we'll necessarily make it there he
0: might be top five
3: you think so yeah we'll see maybe the fifth I don't think the top four
0: yeah because if we were going to break down the top four okay we you and I on the same page we got Joe Brent, Brandon mm-hmm. um, and Nate and then yeah. there's like one more spot to fill, which I think I would fill with Rodney. Who yes, I was surprised was the last rose this week because I thought they were going to leave us hanging with the Martin decision.
3: Yeah, I was I was shocked by that too. And then I'm curious to see if how that gets, if that just gets blown over because you see in the previews like they're full on making out in episodes that come, her and Martin. So it seems like that's not an issue with their conversation.
0: Yeah. Or- yeah. I know. So who's going to get eliminated next week? I mean, like, it's been so obvious up until this point. And now it's like, oh, okay. So the ceremonies are going to have a a little bit more intensity to them.
3: Truly, truly dramatic. I think, honestly, I I think Rick may may be on the the cutting board here. Chopping block here. I don't know.
0: We shall see. And I think she's going to bring her parents out on a date soon. And we'll know that she's pretty serious about that guy.
3: I'm just excited too like I love seeing the travel coming back and seeing Mm -hmm. new places and being able to have them explore and do these cool things like I think it helps the show too so I think these ratings I think it'll it'll pick up this week if I had to guess it was a good episode I liked it
0: she deserves it she does All right, guys Um, after this break we're gonna do Hot Topics and Easton and I are going to discuss our weekend in Nashville at Ben and Jess's wedding we'll be right back what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet that's why pamper swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100 percent leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy
6: famous.
0: You can use the promo code famous, that's promo code famous at twc.health/famous. Hey, it's Ben and it's Ashley, and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths.
6: LifeVac is the easiest, safest and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code Famous.
0: Okay, guys, welcome back. We're going to get Easton on the line. Hey, Easton.
5: Hi, Ashley. Thanks for having me.
0: Peter Easton is one of our engineers. He's been with us for the past four years. He's an amazing dude. And I saw him for the first time in almost two years in person at Ben's wedding the other day. Oh, very cool. Um, let's take them through the evening a little bit, Easton. Right. So the ceremony happened in a tent, and it was Reba McIntyre's uh, former estate. Am I yes. right there?
5: Yeah, yeah. In a in a lovely town called Lebanon, Tennessee, uh, mm-hmm. right on the water of a of a body of water. I'm not familiar with the name, but um, a little lake. Yeah, it it was uh, it was in a tent and it was very cold, but there were a lot of heaters in there. I was surprised at how warm that tent was.
0: It's hilarious because as a pregnant person, man, am I like immune to cold. I feel like I'm always 15 degrees hotter than what it really is. So everybody was like, I'm freezing, I'm freezing. And I'm like, really? I'm fine. I was so cool in that tent, like cool as in like fine, not like cold. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, we all had a good laugh when Ben's groomsmen came down the aisle because there was like 15 of them. Okay, there was 13. I was being a little dramatic. I counted. There was 13. And just to see all these guys walk down the aisle and it just never stopped was hilarious. <laughs> but it's, a you it's like know, it just des- it describes how many friends Ben has. And Ben even had, in addition to those groomsmen, ushers which Wells was one of them who didn't stand up there with him, but there was like five and they, they seated people.
5: The groomsman was very, I, I had a really good laugh at that. Yeah. It's just, they just Too kept gumming fun. and coming, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> the lighting in there was beautiful. Um, it was, did you get to see Ben's face when he saw Jess walk down the aisle? You got I, it clearly. I was like on my tiptoes. Yeah. I grind.
3: I, yeah.
5: Yeah, he, he got emotional. I got emotional just watching him. Uh, That was seeing Ben's reaction through the whole thing was like quietly my favorite part of the ceremony because he was, you could tell he was just beaming with love, that guy.
0: I know. It was definitely awesome. a 27 dresses moment where uh-huh. half the crowd was looking at Ben to see his reaction <laughs> yep. to Jess. Oh, so, so sweet. Their vows were beautiful. We talked last week. I mean, the vows are probably my favorite part of the ceremony. You?
5: Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely.
0: I remember Ben saying, you know, he had so many important things to say to Jess and he wanted to do it in front of everyone. And it really lived up to expectations. People were joking afterward that Ben should be like a vow writer. And I'm like, well, that would be really (laughs) sad for whoever hired him to write vows. But I know what you mean. They were fantastic. And just looked amazing. Ben was kind of right about the dress in the sense that it wasn't bedazzled. It was strapless. It showed enough back, um, but it was not A-line. It was more of a body con. It contoured her body. Um, and then there's 400 people there. So it was a packed tent. And then the, re- then the, the um, reception was like kind of... It was just... <sighs> pretty much a big dance party. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah.
5: I was, because uh, there were so many people there I was, and I, I knew so few people there. I was like, oh man, are we going to be like seated at some table and I have to like make small talk with like a third, you know, cousin Higgins or something. But um, <laughs> it, it was, it, I really liked how they did it. It was just like, like they had a buffet with a lot of great food and it was just like a big party the whole time. And you could just kind of walk around and hang. And uh, yeah, you know, again, it was plenty warm. There's lots of heaters everywhere because the temperatures got kind of low. But um, but really quick, I did want to say, you know, Ben's been talking about how he had three officiants at this Mm -hmm. thing. I thought I was really confused how that was going to go. I'm like, are they going to like round robin or like just all stand up there at the same (laughs) time? It, It was really seamless how they did it. It was just like a transition from like. Jess's, um, uh, family pastor to their pastor in Denver and then Ben's childhood, uh, mm-hmm. pastor. And, uh, it was really, really beautiful how they did that. I thought.
0: It was really seamless. Yeah. And then, um, their, their band was awesome. The mm-hmm. Jordan con band who was actually the band that we had at our wedding, not the same, like it's the same ownership. Um, they have this ownership. Jordan con has a couple different bands they send out but they were awesome. And Ben and Jess were seriously just like glowing the entire time. It was awesome to see everyone. And our first like real headline kind of goes off of the wedding. And that is the fact that Nick Viall and Sean Booth had a beautiful moment at at the wedding. (laughs) There was no tension to be found guys. Uh, And Wells got on, I think it was Instagram and confirmed this. He goes, it was not awkward. They were fine. And yes, they've seen each other a number of times since Caitlin's season. And I would assume that they would be fine. <laughs> um, Love to and, see it. and other Bachelor headlines pertaining to the wedding. Um, let's see. Ben said before the wedding, I'm so excited. This was this quote to People Magazine. I'm so excited. We have so much to look forward to. And I know we will have a beautiful marriage. Uh, they are off on their honeymoon right now in saint bart's uh and so we're going to get so much more information about you know ben and jess's feelings on the wedding and of course their honeymoon which i mean that was a honeymoon worth waiting for i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> we were all kind of talking behind the scenes about the honeymoon okay i was like you guys this is like the night this is like <laughs> a lot of stress i'm like really stressed for them <laughs> Do, do you think it <laughs>
5: happened that night? That,
0: I don't know. Is this the worst <laughs> to be talking about this?
3: Is, isn't it true, though, like when you get married, like you're absolutely exhausted after like you just a lot of, A lot of couples
5: just Although, crash.
0: I, 50% of them, 50% of married couples like don't have sex on their wedding night. I think that's like a real stat. I,
5: mean, I didn't. I'll, I'll be I'll talk you about didn't? that. You didn't? Okay, no, well, I'll be
0: honest. <laughs> we did. I had to for the tradition of it. And... <laughs> <laughs> and then I I don't I don't know. I kept thinking that day, I was like, Are we gonna add extra stress to Jess like on this night when they finally get the, back to their wedding night? She's gonna be like, I have to have a whole other new experience in my life right now.
3: That is crazy. Damn.
0: I know. All right. We're probably well,
3: making up for it on the honeymoon, so if they didn't <laughs>
0: Should we talk about it? I don't know. Should we talk about it with Ben when he comes back? Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm dying to know. (laughs) But I'm also so worried about asking. All right. Well, audience, hey, you let us know. Should we talk to Ben about his wedding night? (laughs) All right. Well, we we've got to wrap up here, but we do have one more headline I want to get to. Um, Courtney Robertson. She turned down. $150,000 A hundred and fifty thousand dollars to compete on Dancing with the Stars. Are you shocked by that, Peter?
3: I I am shocked. Yeah, I I feel like it would be a fun fun experience. I mean, I, I'd probably do it for less than that. But um, I did she like explain anything why or just like she just wasn't about it? I guess, huh?
0: She said I had a meeting with them right after my season of The Bachelor. That was one one thing that I would have loved to have done. Um, was offered, you know, was offered again, one hundred and fifty thousand plus tens of thousands of dollars for each week you she remained on the show. But apparently, Ben Flitnick, who she was engaged to at the time, didn't like the idea. He said, "If you do it, you won't have a fiance." What? <gasps> All right, Peter. How do you feel about that? What if? What if that happened to you? Well,
3: I think that's BS and I think I mean I'm they're not together anymore. No. Correct,
0: yeah. So now she really just lost 150 for no reason.
3: Yeah. No, that that's that's a shame. I don't know why if like I was in that position, I never that's such a cool opportunity. Like a kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. I don't know why he would have been anti that. Um I don't know. I think I would have been a little bit more
0: supportive, but maybe he was jealous. He didn't want her to get close to the partner because everybody always speculates about a romantic relationship between the partner. And also it's hard getting off of your season and then like going into like being so physically intimate with some other person and then having to do all those rehearsals and dedicate all the time um, with that, with that person to that craft and not to your new fiance.
3: Totally. And you know, I mean, to look at it from both sides. Yeah. If this was right after their season, I totally get him probably wanting to maybe just have some more privacy and mm-hmm. like focus on just the two of them and not really distractions. And this obviously would have caused that. So I, I could see that side of it, but if she was excited, like I, I put myself in his shoes, if like I had a fiance that was super excited and really wanted to, I, I would have been a hundred percent behind her to do it. But, um, it's a bummer.
0: Why weren't you asked to do Dancing with the Stars? I feel like most bachelors know. do get, you, were you never asked?
3: I was never asked. I, uh, You're bummed I'm i not quite this. sure why ABC, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we will never know, but it is what it is.
0: You and Ben are the only bachelors, I think, of recent. Oh, I guess Colton didn't do it either.
3: That's right. Well, mine, I guess, was with the pandemic. But no, they were still doing it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I'd love to do it, but.
0: It's like every other bachelor gets to do it, you know? Well, yeah. your time may still come at some point. You never know. All right. Well, um, anything else you want to plug before we wrap this sucker up?
3: Nope. I got to get ready for, uh, for my flight, head off to the airport. So it's been, a uh, a treat.
0: All right. Well go pack your mini bag. Do you get to come home tonight?
3: Um, I do. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a late night go off to Detroit and back. And then, uh, yeah, got some days off and head back to LA. Spend uh, Thanksgiving with the fam. That, that'll be fun. Excited for that, and yeah, just really excited for the book coming out. So,
0: all right, guys, repeat, repeat it one more time, Ben. Ben. <laughs> <sighs> wow, talk about being used to signing off in a certain way. <laughs> Peter, how um, how do they get the book again? Real yeah, quick, guys, the website. So-
3: if you're interested, I have it linked on my on my Instagram, Pilot Pete, but com. You can go to it. Um, books are shipping out November 23rd. You get a signed copy from that website and uh, let the adventures begin.
0: Very nice. Okay, this is how we sign off here. We say I've been so-and-so. It's very strange, but it's a tradition. Okay. So I will see you next week, guys. Love you so much. Until then, I've been Ashley.
3: And I've been not Ben, but I've been Peter. And it's been uh, it's been great being with you guys. So Thank take you. care.
0: Thank you so much. You. Follow the Ben and Ashley
4: I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. 3510300 and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule.
6: It's flexible simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.
0: Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety... a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin, Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, Trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
3: Okay, round two. Name something
6: that's not boring.
5: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?